This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We've listened to Kirk Franklin, but now we're talking with Kirk Franklin today on Good Christian Fun. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have some good Christian fun. Good Christian Fun is a podcast about Christian pop culture in which we talk to the pop culture. We say, hey, pop culture, do you want to come on the show for a fun little interview? Hey, if you were a pillar of this industry, you're going to need to come on GCF. It's if sort you're of like a gospel icon. It. So. Uh, obviously, this was uh, <laughs> unprecedented for us. I mean, we've talked to people who've like worked on certain things. I'm trying, to, and, you know, and authors and stuff. But today on the show, we do have the icon Kirk Franklin, the Reverend Living Kirk legend. Franklin, the choir director, yes. the songwriter. Goodness gracious! So he's on the show. He's got a new podcast himself. Good words. This is before the interview, but we're recording this right after we got off the call with him. And let's just say things went in an unexpected direction. <laughs> uh, I hope y'all like dueling pianos. <laughs> I'll say that much as a little teaser. So this was very sweet. This is something that um, I think we're going to probably try to do a little bit more on the show, where we talk to the people that we've talked about on the show and uh, just get their take, get their thing. And you know what? This is the same thing in the sense of like when we have guests on who believe a certain thing or don't believe a certain thing, we're not trying to change our mind. This applies to Kirk too. Like Kirk and I, Kirk and us, I, I think, agree on a lot of stuff. We probably disagree about a lot of stuff, but we loved talking with him and getting his perspective on joining our industry, our space, which is podcasting. And uh, he was, you know, he he, he was begging to come on the show. And so we obliged. So, (laughs) yeah. So we hope you enjoy this little conversation we had with Kirk Franklin. Caroline, uh, I think without further ado, it's time. And, you know, booking guests on this show, it's, it's such a dynamic range of experience. Sometimes we're, we're begging people to come on the show. Sometimes they beg us to come on the show. They say, GCF, I need the career bump. This is my way to do it. We have to beat them back with the stick. We say, no, no. And, and in today's case, that is absolutely not the case. So without further ado, let's introduce our close personal friend right now. Friends and folks, he's an up-and-coming gentleman from Texas, a gospel musician. You may know him from his standards, Stomp, Revolution, Melodies from Heaven. Everybody give it up for Kirk Franklin! Chair dancing, Caroline. <laughs> Embarrassing myself. Here we are. <laughs> oh man. What's up, yo? Hello. That was that was a great introduction. Wow. That was good. Thank you, sir. You feel special. That means a lot coming from you. That makes me feel like I can go out and sell a couple of cassettes of my music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're here to busk your your cassettes and like just like boxes of stuff you got in the attic, right? <laughs> you can start an yes, eBay page. Sign them. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> yes, that is giving me hope. How are y'all doing today? We're great. I mean, we're just so honored to be uh, blessed by your presence, sir, and to just have a nice little chat. We're all sipping our teas uh, here on the yeah, G. Man. It's a nice cozy time on GCF. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, yes, I don't know about yes. you, Kevin, but I have been unable to sit down all day from pure <laughs> excitement and joy at uh, meeting the Kirk Franklin. So I'm feeling very good today. I've got a lot to talk to you well, about personally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was first on the agenda so for you, Caroline? Is <laughs> I hope I don't let you down. I hope I don't let you it's down. It's truly that's, impossible that's for you to do big... that. <laughs> no, by showing up and sipping well, tea on camera and on mic, you've already not let us <laughs> down on the podcast. Yeah. How's your heart, sir? Come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm doing good, man. I think this is a good track for us. I think any question I ask, you should answer in the form of whatever you play on the piano. Yes. That's good. That's, That's call and good. response. Uh, from what I understand I like from the that. gospel tradition, of course, Caroline, and I, as you can see, are very well versed and rich in yes. gospel oh. history. Oh. <laughs> Long history of that myself. Oh, oh. <laughs> Would have been what would have been greatest if he would have said, you know, for me as a black man, <laughs> that, that, that's, if if you would have said that about yourself, I would have loved. Let me tell you, that would have blessed my soul. You know, coming coming from where I come from as a black man and the history of gospel music that I was raised in. Let me tell you, tear. Tears of joy would have rolling down my I think I speak for my community when I say that gospel music has had a huge impact on all of us. Yeah. You know, people yours. like us, Kirk, we understand. All three of us know oh, how this, thing this is works. So, this is so good. Oh, this is blessing me. This level of foolishness and joy. Welcome this is DCF. so good. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I'm enjoying this. How how did you guys even come up with even considering me to be on the show? I'm, I'm, you know, like, how did that, like, how was I even considered to even be on the show? Well, we're going to give you a little peek behind the curtain. I mean, the the truth is, this is not the first time you've been on the show. We've talked about you many, many times on the show. This is a podcast where oh. we talk about Christian pop culture, including Christian wow. music, including gospel music, including Kirk Franklin. So you wow. have been a topic Not of discussion. Not to mention Joyful Noise and the American Bible oh Challenge. Gosh. We've oh, that's also true. talked oh about on this show as well. Oh, my gosh. We've kind of just so, gone down the filmography. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my it's gosh. It's hard to find things oh we gosh. haven't talked about that you have done. I forgot yeah. about those. Man, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be here. Well, yeah. you know, and it's interesting, too, because um, – we have guests on the show, and usually the guests we have on, they they talk about something that meant a great deal to them, something like, I don't know, whatever, an episode of Veggie Tales or some album that meant a lot to them. And we've had a couple of people come on and talk about your music in particular. And it is a thing wow. where you are at a place now where I think either passively and actively, you have raised a generation of young people on your music. Your music was the soundtrack for, you know, at this point, hundreds of thousands, millions of people growing up, children, and it means a great deal to them. And the kind of message of hope and love and your version of gospel music is extremely influential to people. And and I'll say this too, because this is a show in which we talk to people who are part of the church, we talk to people who are no longer part of the church, people who are curious about the church, and even the people for whom church is not a day-to-day part of their lives anymore your music still means something meaningful to them and i think uh that's Mm. something we wanted to communicate to you today well first of all you handed me my aarp card when you said that i've raised a generation (laughs) Uh, um that's what you did you You made me feel like i have on a pair of pins that i need to (laughs) go see (laughs) <laughs> but but hold on, hold on but the sexy kind yeah yeah I mean? no i was gonna the, say the style of the depends yeah. are i'm like yes yes yes, yes yes yeah, yeah where it's like yeah, yeah. it's a very thin <laughs> like, line at the at the back yes, i understand <laughs> I, think I, see what I can see the cover shoot now actually <laughs> i am this you know what this is gonna be a great this is wonderful i'm already in love with you guys because okay, y'all are wow. nuts like me this is great but um you know i i i i um you know, it is always interesting to, uh, you, you know, hear what what type of contribution that you've been part of somebody's journey. You know, uh, whether at um, something at at a distance or 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 things that were intentional, just because you never know that you are part of something that kind of becomes 
you know, part of the lexicon of a a a, a transformation process for people. And and you know, that's a lot. That's a lot to hold on to. It's it's a lot to digest. It's a lot to hold to your bosom, but not hold it. You know, to 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 bow your head to it, but to understand the danger of that as well. And you know, I I I have tried to uh, do this this awkward dance with with the, with that with with um, th- that beautiful statement. You know, a lot of times I've stepped on my partner's feet. You know, sometimes I've led more than I followed. You know, and 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 uh, you know, still trying to get the steps right. I'm I'm still learning how to get that waltz right because it is a it it is an interesting uh, it's an interesting position because you are an an ambassador of the guy, but you're not the guy, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 to sometimes have to remind yourself you're not the guy you know is because you have to be reminded of that when you're in the business meetings or you're at the war shows you know you've got to beat yourself upside the head to remember now you know you're just going here speaking on behalf of the guy but you're not the guy right you know and and a lot of successes and failures in that uh that a uh, weird marriage yeah yeah that feeling of like oh i know that i've had an impact on people that i don't even know and I have to, like, you know, enjoy the feeling of that while also and incorporate that into my sense of self while staying humble. And mm-hmm. like you said, being aware of the danger of that and how quickly that can go to your head or, like, mm-hmm. create this endless need for validation from the strangers mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you must so be, true. like, an expert on that at this point. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm, I, am, I am a recovering addict of the glory, you know what I mean? Is mm-hmm. is uh, you know, is that I think I spent my entire career in glory therapy and uh <laughs> and uh gl- with glory counseling, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. uh, to try to you know you know try to posture yourself as a as a manager but not an owner, mm-hmm. you know, and you know it's a it's an ongoing lesson, yeah, ongoing. No, and I, and I like that that's the answer too. I, I think we would have been very off put where it's like, yeah, yeah, thank you. I have been nailing it for years now. <laughs> to to uh, that particular statement, I'd be like, yeah. oh, really? Okay. <laughs> we did want to talk to you uh, no. because we know you're launching a, a podcast of your own. I, I assume that's why you've come on here is to ask us for advice on how to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've kind of been in the game for a while, so yeah, yeah. tips and tricks, we've got them. <laughs> so no, we understand all your questions. Yeah, but we would love to hear your experience <laughs> making the show. Yeah. No, it, it well, you know, well, you guys being experts in the space know that, that it's a new muscle. You know that it's a different kind of muscle. That 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 it is a uh, it's a lesson of 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 like like I am very uncomfortable asking for requests. Mm. I'm I am it is I don't like I don't ask for tickets to concerts. Is I don't ask for backstage passes. I feel so weird. It's Are like I feel serious? like a, I feel like man. Ask my wife. Like, 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 like if a, like if an artist comes to town that my kids want to see and I may, you know, know, you know, you know, you know, have a little hookup, it is the most uncomfortable call. Oh, it feels so nasty. Hey, uh, um, I, uh, want to know if I can, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, it's me, Kirk, uh, uh, you know, uh, hi, Kirk. Oh my gosh. Kirk, Kirk Franklin. Uh, Kurt? Is that Kurt? Revolution, Kurt. Revolution. Revolution. Uh, You perform a verse of it to remind them. GP, are you with me, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kirk Franklin. (laughs) Yes, I'll hold. (laughs) Yes, I'll hold. Oh, my gosh. Oh, people. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So so the podcast must be marked with a lot of, you know, booking guests and asking people to be on the show. favors. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, even for us and what you must be experiencing, it's almost like asking people on dates or something where it's like, I promise (laughs) it'll be a nice time and we'll have fun. (laughs) And I promise I'll keep gum in my mouth so my breath won't stink. Yeah, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so you know that's the first that is the first hurdle for me that is very difficult because a lot of these friendships that I have with people are friendships that I have built 
with them having requests of me. Mm. Not me having requests of them. Somebody wants me to, you know, to do a gospel song on their record or somebody may have questions or somebody want to do life or somebody may have a song that, you know, that I've done that really blessed them, you know, and they may want me to come backstage and pray pray before the concert, you know, you know, you know, so so it's always me in service. But for but for me to be in a position to, hey, um, I have a podcast and <laughs> and I wanna and I yeah but yes I'll hold <laughs> you know you okay know, if you're gonna do is, impressions oh. of Kevin you have to license hey. his likeness oh. okay <laughs> come on I mean yes that's fair <laughs> oh yeah I can play the piano yes uh, oh Kevin's got his too <laughs> oh. Yeah, if we if you really want to do this, we can do this. We're going to have a piano battle. Yes, on Zoom with a 1.5 second delay. Please. (laughs) Yeah, it will work out. Uh, Oh gracious! Well, you said it's like training a new muscle. I mean, what what do you feel like is the most surprising? We should mention the name of the podcast is called Good Words, and as of this episode coming out, it just launched this week, so people can check it out wherever podcasts are found. Um, But yeah, yeah, and. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to ask, like, what what's the most interesting, most surprising thing maybe about, you know, doing anything where obviously you're used to being in the public eye. You've hosted television shows before. You're obviously gifted at being on stage, but having intimate kind of one-on-one conversations on your podcast, what what do you what have you found to be the most surprising thing about doing that on a regular basis? Well, you know, as I can be very candid with you, having conversations for me are the easiest part is because that's very much part of my nature yeah is i'm a very in, inquisitive person so having dialogue i promise to you the most difficult thing about everything about a podcast is the request yeah. it's the it's the asking friends and you know and i can be very honest with you also you know a lot of it also has to do it it, it just to be fair to this conversation, I already come into this platform with my own childhood insecurities, you know? So like rejection and the fear of rejection is a super, like like somebody really may be busy and may not be able to do it at that time, but I'll take that as, oh my God, I'm not, that, you know? And I'll, yeah. it's, I'll let it crash and burn me. But that's my childhood stuff, you know? And, and 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 so that's why it's such a big part of how difficult it is is because for me to put myself out and 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 to ask requests of people it is it is not something that I've ever done before in my life is I don't ask people for anything yeah it's really you know? stretching you in that and, way yeah 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 and you know you know um fear is a form of pride so you know a lot of it can also be centered in pride too you know and it's not the type of pride of you know is I think I'm this I'm you know it's just that you're so worried about the rejection that the rejection itself becomes an idol but I can tell you is that I have enjoyed having opportunities to talk to people that are not in the world that we live in about either maybe why they're not, why they were, why they left, what, what's their idea, how does that impact their lives, how do they walk that out? And, uh, you know, having these bigger conversations of, of uh, faith and culture is a very unique conundrum. You, you know, because, um, you know, because faith and culture are not necessarily synonymous. And so to to be able to make people feel comfortable and not judged about where they are on their journey and and how their passing journeys uh, journey, um, how it's molded them into their belief systems of of how they perceive God to be now. And it just shows me um, how damaging religion has been and um how much work there is to be done to peel back all of the um, leaves to be able to reveal what it was originally intended to be and to try to be able to rebuild that trust and that narrative so that people can come to find him, I'm quite sure, the way that the three of us have found him, you know, yeah. this, 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 this perfect God that seeks out jacked up people. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. It sounds like a lot of this stuff is an exercise in humility, too, because it takes, one, you're talking about, like, the humility it takes to, like, put out these requests and ask things of people and favors. And then, two, it takes a great deal of humility just to receive some of this stuff in conversation and be able to uh, listen openly and sincerely Mm -hmm. without defensiveness, without a posture of attack or offense. Or trying to fix their story or make it more compatible with what you've been experiencing. Mm -hmm. Because we've talked to quite a people for similar reasons, too. And, I mean... Everyone has a very reasonable reason why they have left or why they have stayed, you know, and what their experiences have been. And and yeah, it can be quite sacred to hear what they've shared or what's been hard or what's been joyful too. And it, yeah, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of tongue biting to just let someone yeah. do that, you know, and and just yeah. reflect back yeah. on them. And yeah, is that yeah. kind of your yeah. dream yeah. for your podcast? Is like. Or tell me what your dream is. Like, tell me what would be like the, the best thing about it. Yeah. It, well, you know, you know, this probably will not rest well within the the, the halls of traditional theological uh, uh, um, uh, scholarship, you know, and 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 you know, it's not the most academic approach, I'm quite sure, but it is really to show culture how dope God can be. Mm-hmm. It really is to to be able to to find the relevance of this conversation that at times can be made a joke that can be uh that can be off-putting but to be able whether by personal experiences or by connecting the dots for example i don't know if i was on the breakfast club with uh, charlemagne the god mm-hmm. um, our a, peers a, a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love you i love you bro hey you you're too, wonderful Kirk. and you're and you're so quick. You're no, so I don't mean quick. to interrupt. Bravo. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. And uh and uh and I was having a conversation about how 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 Europe did not influence Africa, but Africa influenced Europe in the in the fundamental teachings of 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 Christianity that 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 Predated Constantine by two hundred uh, by by two hundred years, and Charlemagne was shocked to know that he said, 
He said, I thought Constantine created uh, Christianity. I said, no, Christianity existed two centuries before Constantine's rule. Mm -hmm. um, you had black men that in the sub-Saharan portion of Africa that were the founders of what we understand as expository theology, Augustine, Origen. Uh, you had Clement of Alexander, Tertullian. These were all men of color. And he was shocked to death because some of the some of the uh, some of the revisionist history that's been passed down to even men and women of color has been the uh, the influence of Europeans engagement of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so which which has often been off putting to black and brown people. Um, and so I love having those type of conversations that they can shed light on. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> you got to peep this move right here. This is the real truth. And this is not truth to try to make an elitist um, society or community of black and brown people, but it's to be able to give the context of, of here is the origin of what was created and to have influential people in popular culture get that type of information, you hope that that can be transferable and you can see it impact the environments around them. Yeah, so positive change, empathy forward, it sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, so much of the American church, especially the white church, has like has reformatted a lot of Christianity to serve white supremacy in like big ways, you know, and then also in subtle mm -hmm. ways too. And like for you even to just make or remind people, you know, the accessibility of this faith and the roots and so many people of color that formed this, that majority formed this, you know, faith that now has landed in this very strange commodified version in our laps, you know, like yes, that's yeah, a special yeah. thing for you to get to do too. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to also be able to say even to your listeners that it is not my goal for for that to be the the modus operandi for, for for my ministry or for my approach in life is to be able to create some type of uh some type of class within the framework of our faith. It is more than anything, really more than anything, is that the weaponization of Christianity um, uh, on a particular race of people is what continues to allow that community to not get a chance to embrace the true love and understanding of who Jesus is because there was a weaponized version that 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 was used to marginalize and 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 to punish a certain group of people. So that's that's the goal. It's not the goal to try to paint Jesus to be a savior of one race of people. Jesus died for everybody and is the king of everybody and everybody has an equal seat at the foot of the cross. So I just want to clarify to all my brothers and sisters listening that that is not the heart. It was it, That was just an example of something that I'm hoping uh, within certain conversations with people that have such greater... Uh, such greater platforms within pop culture that the idea of Jesus that that continues to have a negative connotation connected to it. For example, last Tuesday, it really broke my heart as these men and women were uh, seizing the uh, the uh, capital to see signs among them about Jesus. And I'm thinking, what Bible are they reading? What in the world? What what scripture? Are they getting to be able to justify this? And I think that it's very important for for people to understand that are looking from the outside in at, at, at anybody that's found says as a Christian that's just a whole bunch of lunatic and fools, that no, there is substantive truth to our belief. And some of us are really trying to bring that back to the conversation, that we can have the conversation not only in the pew, but we can have it at Princeton as well. I know. It's an interesting yeah. thing because I feel like, yeah, even now, sometimes my uh, posture is to sort of like reclaim that thing that gets lost sometimes in the conversation where it's like, we're doing this for Christ. And then people, you know, obviously kill people in Christ's name. People do horrendous yeah. things in Christ's name. And yeah. and it's hard yeah, to, um, I don't know, like, like have this posture essentially of like, well, obviously I'm not going to defend him to be like, Oh, sorry. Those are the bad ones, and I'm actually good. And don't worry, you can trust me. But, but at the same time, acknowledge the truth and the hurt that religion can have in that context, yeah. and still try to live my life and and exude 
kindness, empathy, sincerity, and other, you know, fruits of the spirit, for lack of a better term. That's beautiful. Yes, and I commend you. And I think this is the time. I think that 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 the word that was used earlier, um, uh, just about humility, is I think that that's the that's the way moving forward. Is I think that there has been an elitist approach that has happened o- over the last um, uh, fifty years that we share Jesus from a table looking down upon the people instead of being in 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 a hospital bed right next to them hey mm-hmm. wow okay yeah yeah sorry i didn't know i was logging on to a sermon on this zoom call but here we are Ooh. here we go okay i didn't know we were gonna hear the word today and we did <laughs> <laughs> not not quite oh my gosh like yeah, war between a tank Kevin and a slingshot. Both really, yeah. yeah, like right neck and neck players. <laughs> oh, what a, what a disgrace! I feel disrespectful oh. even doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Please don't stop. This is wonderful. I love oh my god. Man. Oh, wonderful. we do we do want to be respectful of your time though, and uh, no, 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 no. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. This is good. Okay, Let's keep sure. Going until you're good. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. Go. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, just kind of on the subject of of what Caroline was touching upon, and how, in some ways, the American church seems uh, particularly well positioned to uphold white supremacy. There are certain factors of that, and even the Christian music industry that we get fascinated by here on the podcast and so many of our conversations, and even the sort of distinction between CCM, contemporary Christian music, and gospel music. And, you know, essentially dividing, or I don't know if there's another word for dividing, like like particular classes of people in that sense. And and you having a lot of experience kind of straddling that in the sense of like you've won you know, uh, somewhere north of two million Dev Awards or something around that number. <laughs> uh, you know, you've even appeared on the cover of CCM. Uh, oh, we had it right Where'd you find that at? I uh, this is for the listener at home. I'm holding up a a copy from August 1996 of contemporary Christian Yo. music. Look at that suit. Yo, I mean, this is working that. This is a, I can barely I hear you that? over how loud this suit is on the cover of CCN. <laughs> Smoke it. <laughs> Kirk Franklin in the mask. I can barely. Do you know how good of a diss that was? I can barely barely hear you because of the noise that is coming off of this loud jacket. I think that was also probably the most color that CCM magazine has ever had on its cover, like in multiple ways. (laughs) Double entendre. Double entendre. Double entendre. (laughs) That was so good. Oh, y'all are killing it today. Oh, please, I, listen. Please be my friend. Yeah. Oh, Deal. Yeah, please be. Oh my, my god. Friends. Yeah. Down no, and down. We're starting the group text after this call. I'm <laughs> moving to y'all Texas. Y'all are so good. <laughs> Jesus, y'all are good. Oh, that's where true. y'all based. Uh, we're we're both in Pasadena, California. I grew up in in Houston, Texas, though, so not too far from. Did there. you really? Yeah. 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 I grew Did up in Kingwood. Really? Uh, kind of yeah, next door neighbors yeah, with yeah. Israel Houghton uh, in Kingwood, yeah. Texas. Uh, but yeah, Man. So that connection. But but I, I did want to ask you just kind of about that particular position that you've been in, and and other similar artists have been in. But I feel like I think of you as, as sort of a symbol of this, where it's like not playing both sides, but just kind of like straddling this unenviable position of of being someone who represents one thing to one community, another thing to another community, and not feeling compromised within that. I think about um about a year or two back and and you do you were vocal about this, but when you gave an acceptance speech at the Dev Awards and they cut down part of what you said because you were speaking to racial justice and the killing of an unarmed person by a cop. Um and so I'm just wondering, especially in 2021 and how we're having so many more explicit conversations about these things, how you sort of move forward in this, how you reconciled your role in this and kind of like what your experience has been. Man, great question. And 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 I want to 
re-emphasize not because I feel that anything uh, ever gets lost in translation. I'm only re-emphasizing because that's the posture of my heart. Yeah, my heart is my heart is for all people, as I love people. I I am those those that are really close to me. Toby Mac, uh, Bart from Mercy Me, uh, the uh, King and Country guys. I mean, you know, even Amy Grant. Uh, just people that I've done life with for a long time. I'm trying to think who else has been a a, like a good friend with me in the CCM community for years. What's my man that's got the smoky voice? Is it Matt from uh, Not Casting Crowns? Third Day? The other group. Mac Powell. Third Day. Mr. Yes. Mac Powell. Yes, yeah. Oh. Yeah, his, yes, his voice smell, uh, voice sounds like cigarettes and Hennessy. Ooh. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I love his voice, man. I know, I'm sorry, Christians. Sorry. Um, I'm good. You know, no, good. You know <laughs> these are, these are, these are guys that know me personally, you know, and so they know they know my heart and 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 they know that I love people genuinely. And so I just feel as a Christian, you know, and I've tried to line myself with always sober theology, you know, my father in the faith is Dr. Tony Evans, you know, who who is one of the most, you know, leading theological minds that we have of the 21st century, you know, uh, you know, uh, who's an African-American that has spent the majority of his ministry in non-African-American communities. And so a uh, very influential man that that I've modeled my life behind, his humility, integrity, and character. Um, I just, when I read the text and, 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 and when I really try to model my life before the Lord, I believe that Christians should be leading the charge of what Jesus would do in the public square. We should not be getting our cues from the world. The world should be getting their cues from us, especially when it comes to the areas that we have clear blueprints about how to maneuver. And when we see our, when we see our brothers and sisters dying in the streets, hurting in the streets, and continue to cry for help and 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 praying for someone to understand the plight of their continued struggle in this uh, yet-to-be-United States of America, I believe that it would, if I, have, if I have a house full of four kids, and one of my kids says to me every month, every year, I don't feel like you love me. I feel like that you don't pay attention to me. You never come to my games. You come to everybody else's games. You don't, uh, you know, congratulate me on my homework. You don't check on me. For me to just overlook those cries and to say, okay, oh, you know what, that kid is just spoiled. It's, you know, you've got food, you got uh, video games, you got your own room. What are you complaining about? And I don't take the time to hear the pleas of my child. Then there's a disconnect in my heart as a father. And for for my white brothers and sisters to continue for 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 for, for generations to hear the cries of black and brown people and to not be engaged in what that is, is I don't see scripture defend that. It's I don't see scripture uh, 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 walk over that, or is I don't see the text minimize that issue. And so because I don't, when I see us doing it in real time, it confuses me. As I get very confused when I see tears rolling down the cheeks of people with their hands up and black men are getting, you know, knees on their throats. And the first thing Christians ask is, was he compliant? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm not, and again, I'm not, it's, there's nothing in my heart about race baiting. I just want to be like Jesus. I just want to love you. That's all I want to do. And it breaks my heart that the credibility of Christianity in this country continues to be attacked because of the actions of his kids. And and it is interesting how um, compartmentalized that vision of what justice looks like has become for the modern American Christian, where that becomes a social justice issue, which is something you put over there that doesn't touch the rest of our justice which is like, yeah oh that's yeah. politics i don't want to talk about politics literally the race of a person is politics to me so let's not do anything with that let's focus on kingdom justice and whatever that looks like and is defined as and yeah i think you even see that in um and yeah. how some of the industry works too 
and the sort of like lines yeah. that get drawn within that. You can't blame, you know, ignorance anymore or like, oh, if only, they just haven't met enough. It's like they have access to the Internet. You know, they could talk, they could find <laughs> out, you know. And so yeah, like yeah. you pointed out, yeah, it's a it's kind of a willing blindness and, and something that if Christians mm-hmm. are the true believers in justice and of bringing love to this earth and peace to the community and creating unity and making sure that every single person has what they need in a material sense too, not even just spiritually, then, then that you don't, you don't really believe in that, you know, like you believe in it for maybe yourself or your family, but you don't really believe in it, you know? And I think. Bravo to you too. And let me say bravo to you too, is I think it is really courageous of you two to be able to uh, speak your truth and, 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 and to stand in it and, and not to assimilate just because I'm a black man on your podcast, but it, it, it really reads very pure and genuine. But, and, I, and, and the reason why I think it does read pure and genuine is because we all know at its core, it's truth. So... Well, Enough of that. I want to see that yellow jacket a little amen. bit more. I need to see that <laughs> yellow jacket. We're silent, not because we <laughs> have like right. nothing to, to, we didn't think that was not, but it's just like, I can't add anything to what you've just said. It was so beautifully put. And a uh, you know, quick punch like, up, Kirk Franklin, on what you said about racial justice. <laughs> no, let me put the cherry on top of that, personally. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's, I just think, first of all, I think someone, not calling any names, but I think someone is jealous because they don't have a yellow jacket like that themselves. I'm not going to, my sister, I'm not going to call any names. I just oh, think that you're... Someone oh, usually wears black, navy, and gray and hasn't <laughs> oh. put on a yellow in a long time, and we'd like to see <laughs> Maybe someone has a big fur mink coat that he could put on and really flex <laughs> on this interview. Wait, put it on, but Kevin, he's, put it on. All right, Let's I'm do sorry. It. Yeah. I'm sorry to my lord. <laughs> and Kirk, would you mind doing a little interlude what, while we wait? What is... Uh, uh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Did he put it on? Now who's oh, got the coat now? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the, the uh, theme music for Shaft. You know what up, cat daddy? What up, cat daddy? What's up, baby boy? How you doing, player? This may surprise you, but this is the first time I've been compared to Shaft today. 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 Yeah. No, Kirk, I think oh. it would be better if you played the Muppet theme song. Okay. It's a no, bit no, more no, no, fitting no. to Kevin's style. <laughs> what is the Muppet theme song? Oh, what is mean, it? How does it go? How does it go? Da, 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 it's time to light the lights. It's time on the Muppet Show tonight. Oh, I don't know that one. But uh, what is, what's the one that Kermit always sings when he's sad? Oh, oh Rainbow, Rainbow Connection. Connection? Yeah. One day yeah. we'll find One it, the rainbow, rainbow connection. connection. Yeah, you know, that one doesn't go with the coat. Oh, I could die tonight. I could die tonight and be happy. (laughs) I knew this is where this interview would go. I knew when we logged (laughs) on. This is with me wearing the coat and Kirk Franklin playing. I need for you to know, is I need for you to know, seeing a white man in a mink coat. Let me tell you something. Is it a this crime? This lets me know. No, this lets me know that 2021 is going to be okay. Okay. 2021. 2021 is going to be okay. A Are you sure it's not an, a, a signifier of the end times finally approaching? <laughs> <laughs> this is the fourth and fifth Christ horseman must of the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, this is blessing my that soul. Is true. Oh. And he looks so comfortable in it. Like is, there's a confidence. Oh, yeah. Like, this is easy God. for me. This yeah. is relaxed. <laughs> 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 I feel safer now, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Before we let you go, I, I got to ask, are you, wa- are you aware of certain Kirk Franklin memes that exist in the world? I'm sure maybe your kids have, have shown one some or two to you. Some of them? Okay. Some of them. Some of them. One of them. Show me some. That is, I mean, is pretty influential on both Caroline and myself and obviously a generation of young people that you've raised, as we (laughs) said. I can't believe you're doing this. I'm so excited. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, there, there's the, the classic y'all mind if I praise God meme. I don't yes. know if you've yes. seen this, Mr. Have you seen this, Kirk? Yes, yes, okay. I've seen this. So, and just for the, the listener at home, a young gentleman Here pulls up. And he goes wild. Iconic. <laughs> I mean, the purity that a video like that has. <laughs> Just two boys gassing each other yeah. up, enjoying your music. It's one that's, of your greatest gifts. That's got to feel good to have given any like sort of contribution to this moment in time existing. I can't take you serious in this coat. I can't take you serious in this <laughs> Well, all right. No, go to the next Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Well, okay, and this this is less of a worldwide meme. This is more of a personal oh. meme, but it 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 needs to be shared, unfortunately. This is something we stumbled upon uh with a guest of ours a cu- a couple of years ago, actually. That's how long we've been discussing you on the show. And now if, if you go to YouTube, there's plenty of covers of your music, obviously. I'm sure you've seen some, and by more reputable artists than, than uh, you know, others. But uh, there is, in fact, a puppet cover of one of your tunes <laughs> called Melodies from Heaven, of course, your standard. There's a whole puppet ministry that does enact you. And this Ernie oh puppet is, is you in the recording. Listen. Wow. And just look how much Ernie's losing his mind. (laughs) You can tell. You can tell that Big Bird. You could tell Big Bird didn't get the same amount of money as everybody else. He has a little salty. <laughs> no, he looks a little upset, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's getting yeah. half effort. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that he feels like that he should have been doing my part. Yep. No, he's he's definitely got some understudy syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Oh, gracious. my gosh. Yeah. What a privilege to waste your time like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. What a colossal waste of Mr. Franklin's time on the Good Christian Fun podcast. This was great. You don't understand. This is wonderful. We need to be praying for Big Bird, though, because I think that that could really scar him. Yeah, yeah we well, need speaking to of pride issues, yeah, big <laughs> All right, and now we link up every Muppet to a, one of the seven deadly sins. Big Bird is pride. It's pride, Ernie, sloth. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch, gluttony, I guess. He's eating all yeah, that garbage maybe. all the time. Oh, my God. That was such a big wish fulfillment moment for us. And, for and, uh, and uh, what what is the other one? Count, what's his name? Count, Count. Uh, Just the Count. No moniker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of. Uh, let's see, uh, like lust. Like he lied. <laughs> lust. There's a lot of lust in the count. I can tell. The count yeah. has, yeah. has lust. He struggles with lust. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is he counting so much? Why do hey, numbers do. matter so much to him? <laughs> okay. <laughs> The count struggles with lust. This no, he's so working good. on it. He has accountability. Like he's getting better. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he has accountability. He's working on it. Almost his accountability <laughs> partner. Uh, but <laughs> that is so funny. Almost. Oh my gosh, Kirk! I you are so funny. Uh, this is such a delight to talk to you. No, oh. this was wonderful. Thank yeah, y'all man. for making my day. As I had a really, really, really busy day today. And yeah. This. Y'all, y'all set this up to be beautiful. You know, it's so funny. As I was telling my wife a minute ago, is you know, you know, you always ask God for more because you know, like many people, the pandemic, a lot of stuff shut down, and you know, and it, and it's like, a, and it's like the world came to a halt, and I didn't do well with that. March and April, I did not do no. well. I mean, the level of depression and anxiety, like I had to start going back to therapy, because it was just. 
I couldn't handle because I'm a God that is always moving. And and when I say moving, I'm not, I'm not even talking about moving, you know, doing big things. I'm just saying whether it's, you know, just, you know, doing something, doing something, building an ark or something, yeah. you know, um, you know, and and to not have a chance to be uh, who God kind of wired me to be, it was difficult. It was difficult. And so to be able to meet some brothers and sisters today that just reminded me that, you know what, that we're on the right path, right? You know, that we don't have to live our life looking like we don't have love and joy and excitement, you know, because you're seeing so many people not enjoy the Christian life. And, and and to be on a conversation with you guys and we are having a chance to just be human beings and and just getting a chance to be reminded of how beautifully fragile and 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 just fixer uppers we are, right? And to laugh at that and to laugh with that, you know, it is it it is really, really encouraging. And as an African American man to be here with you, you two even give me a a a, a sense of hope that there's still a community. There's there there's still a community. Yeah, the louder ones get all the attention and they get all the frontline stories, but there's still a community that that gets it. You know what I mean? You know, that we all you know, that we all still believe in something bigger than all of this hell around us. So thank you for just giving me this reminder. It's a beautiful moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, God bless you for saying that, sir. Deeply moving. And thank you for bringing the silliness. Silliness is sacred too. And I think, it, like you said, it's essential to living life on this earth because too yeah. much is too funny. Yeah. And too much of it is too sad. Yeah. Uh, but we're glad we get to have you entertaining a little bit, even if it's over Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's hospitality. Oh. Come on. Check out oh. Kirk's new podcast, Good Words, with Kirk Franklin, and he'll have more good words for you over there, wherever you find your Truly. podcasts. Kirk, we love you. God bless you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for Oh, you know what? Oh, yes. And we just have one issue, though. My podcast can only be heard on my cousin Ricky and nephew's third uncle's uh, cousin cousin <laughs> brother's channel. <laughs> Uh, he just got out of jail. Okay. And you gotta, uh, yeah, so, and and you can only hear it on Tuesday nights, but, but between 2.30 yeah. and 4.30 a.m. And then it expires, on the, yeah. On the West Coast. Okay. On the West yeah. Coast, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah, put yeah, that yeah. in the so, show notes for that and just let people know there is a time limit to this. Yeah, there's like a window, and if they don't no, get it, No, and like then, podcasts, it's, the best part of it is the accessibility, and yeah, I'd like, yeah, love to hear yeah. you. And the that fact that you're making cousin, obstacles is awesome. <laughs> Cousin, cousin, my cousin Rufus, his nephew's third child, uncle's sister's brother's uh, 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 Facebook page. Okay. Well, I'm yes. glad we could lift them up too. And they're, yeah, we want to make sure that they get yeah. their credit. And, and, and they have recently been banned from Facebook, but we're hoping that the ban is lifted by the time this episode comes out. Please pray. Please oh, pray. That is so oh. good. Oh, my oh God. gracious. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Kirk, for the chat. Thank you all so much. It's an honor. It's an honor. Bye, y'all. This is great. This is great. That was a HeadGum Podcast.